Welcome back to the Not Your Normal Podcast. This is the uh, tenth episode. Thank you for joining us. And um, dose. That's two. That's two. Uh, Seis. No, it's uh, six. I, I I don't. Is it onse? Dies. Dies. Onse is eleven. Yeah. Welcome back to the tenth episode. I'm the wrong shade of brown for that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not Spanish. I'm not. Okay. Well, great start. <laughs> Welcome back. Not your normal podcast. This is the uh, tenth episode. My name is Kyler Durham. I'm joined here by uh, Aaron, and it's brought to you from uh, iFilm Cinemas. Cinema. Cinema for everyone. Cinema for everyone. So, um, Aaron, I'm sitting across from you, and uh, we made a a wager this morning. We did make a wager about this the Cowboys Packer game. Cowboys win. Aaron wear a Cowboys jersey because he sucks. Aaron Rodgers dong. And hey. if I have an old Aaron Rodgers jersey, and I hate him now, but if the Packers won, I'd wear a Packer jersey. The game's still going on. Oh, it is. Third quarter, Packers are up 24-0, but Dallas might score. I went ahead and put the Aaron Rodgers jersey on because the game's over. Basically, yeah. So He's in there discounting, double-checking your boys. Uh, yeah. Was, and Dallas, what, what did I tell you this morning? I said Dallas is 1-7 in the last eight games against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I said, he, I, said I, don't, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Because he is into Scientology. I don't know if that's 100% true, uh, but I'm pretty sure it is. He left his family, started a new family. He has kids. Left them, got remarried, doesn't have anything to do with them. His family doesn't have anything to do with him. Old teammates don't like him. And he's got my team's number. I don't like him. I bet. I bet. I can't stand Aaron (laughs) Rodgers as I'm wearing that Packer jersey. But he's he's, he's a good player. Overrated, but a good player. It's a great quarterback. Yeah, with one Super Bowl. And, he's, I'm so awesome. He's very accurate. Yeah. He's accurate going right to that medical tent with a broken collarbone. Um, yeah, Anthony Barr. Aaron Rodgers walked into a bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, a couple podcasts ago, uh, we are just re- reading off these different funny topics. Right. And I bring up the one about them having a funeral for a uh, glacier. Yes. Thought it was funny, whatever. And I just ran through Greta Thunberg's name. Right. We, I didn't realize, and we didn't realize, this is what was going to happen with this story. Well, because the episode right after that, I ended up watching like speeches and videos of about Greta Thunberg. And she's, like a, she's a big environmental activist. And I knew that she was getting some hate. Um, like she got called a Nazi because... There's a Nazi poster from back during the Holocaust um, with a little strawberry blonde, dark-haired girl with pigtails that closely resembles Greta Thunberg. And people were calling her a Nazi because she just decided to wear her hair like this this one time. So she was getting hate so hate Nazi. Yes. And, I mean, she gets more hate other than just that. But the hate is unwarranted because she's a... 16-year-old girl that cares about the environment that cares about the environment well the stories have escalated have you read anything or heard anything i have about not it? okay so this is fresh to you this is fresh to okay me. so there are three different well, four but three different stories that were negatively about like, towards her and then one i thought was kind of funny okay so let me start with the first one that was kind of funny so they had some conference or whatever i don't know if she spoke at it okay but she's in the background and Donald Trump's walking up to like walking through or walking oh, the podium. Is she staring and she's him down? Just that's, glaring that was at the, at that was at the UN conference. That's the, the one she spoke at. Yeah, yeah. She was just glaring at Donald. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny, but um, 
yeah, let me get into this. This is really yeah. I, I knew that. Yes, I didn't know okay. that. Yeah. So I saw this on on uh, Snapchat the other day. Um, fourth Division Italian Soccer Club Grosseto fires youth coach Tomasco Casalina this week after he called 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg, the girl that only cares about the environment right. and is talking about making change to the environment to save the planet. Right. He calls her a in, on a Facebook comment. This is a oh, grown man that coaches oh, children. No. You know who, uh, before you say this, the dude that said she was a Nazi is like a 40-year-old political advisor yeah. for some company. These people are stupid. This is a high-ranking. Go youth. die! I hope I hope Pennywise grabs you by <laughs> grabs you by the you know what and pulls you down the drain. <laughs> this is a this is a an adult soccer coach, a youth coach involved with children. He calls he called sixteen year old climate activist Greta Thunberg a whore who can take a pounding. In a Facebook comment, I almost took my headphones off and left. Yeah. He, he, That's here, here's, disgusting. Here was the translation. He says, "This whore, a 16-year-old girl like that, can take a pounding. She's at the right age." Because he disagreed with her, he got fired. Was immediately well, removed. Grosetto immediately removed Castellina from his role as an assistant for the A team. How old is One he? Of, uh, Forty, maybe. I hope 30? he. T- I hope he gets sent Anyone? to jail and he takes a pounding. <laughs> but um, they dismissed him for one of the club's youth teams, saying in a statement that the coach was let go for not acting in line with the club, who focuses more on moral values even more than their technical values. He later issued an apology, um, no. where he acknowledged in his words his f up. So no, um, I don't accept it. She shouldn't either. Yeah, um, she should call. Who's a who's a big who's a Big fighter or big dude. Israel Asanya. Israel Asanya. <laughs> I bet he'll support her. Probably. He's cool. Go uh, get Israel Asanya to beat them cheeks. Okay. So there's there's one. There's one. There's more? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. So, um, Greta Thunberg comes to the United States. Right. She goes to visit the University of Iowa. My dad's in there yelling about the game. Um, she goes to visit the University of Iowa. Right. Okay. University of Iowa officials have told faculty at the school that they should not promote 16-year-old Swedish environmental activist Greta Thunberg's surprise appearance at Friday climate strike in Iowa City on its social media channels. Um, University of Iowa civil and environmental engineering professor Michelle Swerger, who is also the associate director of National Science Foundation Sustainable Water Development Graduate Program, told the paper that she had suggested social channels tied to the university engineering um, that they should not promote Greta Thunberg. Why? I don't know. Um, People are stupid. Like, basically, and so the the school like went on strike against her and stuff like against a sixteen year old Swedish girl climate change. Oh god! Like this is the University of Iowa. Yeah, I'm gonna go light it on fire. <laughs> not not all so, of it. When I first read that, I, I was like, "Some cool people there." Yeah, but when I first read that, I was like, "All right, one university, whatever." Might be the whole state. <laughs> Teacher put on leave. Hold on. Oh, jeez. This is a climate activist girl, sixteen. Teacher put on leave after sniper rifle comment about Greta Thunberg. An Iowa school district said it was investigating the teacher's Facebook comment about a rally led by the young climate activist Greta Thunberg. 
An Iowa chemistry teacher was placed on administrative leave after saying on Facebook that he would not attend a rally featuring the climate activist Greta Thunberg. This is an adult teacher at a school. He will not attend the rally featuring the climate activist Greta Thunberg because, quote, he didn't have, or I didn't have my sniper rifles. Oh, my God. Why is he on leave? Fire him. The teacher, identified by school officials as Matt Byish, was placed on administrative leave pending an investigation. What's his name again? We'll write this down. I'm going to beat his cheeks. <laughs> Matt Byish, B-A-I-S-H. Danny Lopriori is cool with Israel Adesanya. Maybe if I'll hit him up from our podcast Instagram, he'll give me Izzy's contact info. Me and Izzy show up, beat Matt's ass with the end of his sniper rifle, then tie him up and drag him to a Greta Thunberg conference. Make him listen to it, then she gets to beat his ass too. Jesus. But an ex student, um, he's like 27, had a picture. He went to the rally, right. old school, went to his old high school, took a picture with Greta Thunberg, and then the teacher commented, oh, I'm not going to be there, don't have my sniper rifle. And they asked the guy that posted the post, you know, um, was it insensitive and taken too far? And he says it wasn't a joke. And uh, it wasn't ba- it, it wasn't baseless. It was irrefutably vile and wrong. Was what he said. Well, about it. I agree. This dude. T- oh, never mind. It's how far it is from. Okay, I don't know how old this teacher was, but I just. I want Heath Ledger's Joker to show up at Matt's house and do the pencil trick on him. <laughs> you want to watch his pencil disappear? Yeah. Ta da! I just I don't. It's a little girl trying to promote something good for the the planet. And you have people talking about, I'm not coming to the rally because I can't shoot her. I don't have my sniper rifle ready. Yeah. Another dude saying, hey, she's the right age. She can take a pounding. She's a whore. And then a whole university promotes. And the other teacher was from her, Iowa, too? Yeah. They're off limits. Yeah. If, I, if you know me and you're from Iowa, you have to have like at least five years out of that state for me to consider you to be to be a good person. <laughs> If you if you moved here recently from Iowa, Go do you plan on going to Iowa? Stay. Leave. Leave, and leave stay. here or stay there. I just, I don't get it. Don't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> Jesus. They're not Casper. They're not Casper Mattress. They're worse. They're, oh, absolutely. You're worse than Casper. It just it blows my mind. Like, yeah, um, I honestly don't have anything to say, really. That's just unreal. I, I, I'm speechless about it. I like, don't know what else to say. It's just, it's ridiculous. And, um, I mean, you're, I hope when the, I hope whenever you people that want your sniper rifles and all that bullshit, um, whenever, uh, the ozone layer disappears and the sun melts your faces off, I hope you're the first ones to go, but I hope you don't die instantly. I mean, even if you don't believe in cli- in, in climate change. That's I mean, that's your opinion. It's yeah. evident and it's right in front of us. But even if you don't believe in climate change, that's like how am I trying to explain this? I don't want to drag religion into this. But that's like a person that is an atheist. Right. That's fine. You don't have to believe. I, I mean, I believe in God and I would like yeah. you to as well. But if you don't, I'm not going to be like, well, you're Bob. But that'd be like an atheist person telling me I'm stupid for believing in God. Yeah. It's my. Yeah. I mean, I can make points that there's God right in front of people. But you can also make points that it's not true. You can make points that climate change isn't true, but the evidence is it's right in right front of you. Front of you. Yeah. So, well, speaking about climate change, I um, don't understand. I was recently showed a video of, uh, I don't know exactly where it was, where it was at or who the, the young woman was, 
But the gist of it was, um, it's a meeting, and they're talking about climate change and what what can be done to save the planet, basically. I struggle through that word. The marine life. And um, this young lady stood up and started off her speech pretty, pretty strong, very, very important. She sounded very enthusiastic. And then all of a sudden, she took her jacket off. Excuse me. And um, she had a T-shirt on. And the, the, whole, the whole gist of her speech was, if we want to save the planet. <laughs> you told me this. If you want to save the planet, we have too many people. Yeah, cutting, you know, like making cars use, like put out less, you know, air pollution is great, but it won't do anything quick enough. We need to act now. And the way we act now is to stop having children. So cut the population. So cut the population. But that's not it. Then eat babies. <laughs> eat newborn babies. Not not like cut them out of the womb like an abortion and eat those babies. No. Babies that are born, that are alive. I think she said like under four or something like that. Eat them. Eat them all. So she suggests cannibalizing children. Yes. That's a strategy. And then they pull her out of the, the room because she just, you know, went full on Jeffrey Dahmer. On she said, you know what? We have overpopulation. Let's eat babies. Let's eat babies. That's That was her solution. To climate change. Or not climate change, but to overpopulation. No, to climate to change. To climate change, which is overpopulation. That is true. Yeah. Eat babies. Yes. That's Four like, years old or younger. If you get caught, your baby's basically becoming a baby burger. You have a baby back. You're gonna have your baby's gonna be sold at McDonald's. The McBaby, McBaby. You have the McBaby back ribs. <laughs> go over to go over to Burger King, Chipotle, to Baby Junior, Barbacoa, chicken, beef, baby, baby. Jesus. Subway, Subway will have the baby foot long. The baby. That's. It's, I shouldn't I be joking about this. Bomb. That's that's pretty messed up. Oh, it is messed up. Yeah, that's dumb. Hey, we're overpopulated. Let's Not Burger children. King anymore to be Baby King. <laughs> baby King. <laughs> what the? F- mm. That's so. What's wrong with this world? What's wrong with the people involved with climate change? We'll have, we'll have fish tacos. We'll have chicken tacos. We'll have baby tacos. <laughs> Can I have a baby burrito? That's just like. Instead of popcorn at the movie theaters, they'll just have little baby toes and a bucket full of baby fingers and toes. I mean, I, I, I agree with the first part of it. It's like you fastball, you slap it right into left center. Hold on. You slap it right in left center, run around first, run around second. Her run around first and second is her saying, we have climate problems, we're overpopulated. Yeah. Here's how you fix it. You're running down, you're running to second, then you just take off towards left field. I agree. Let's eat babies. Like no, I agree with that one hundred percent. That's oh my god. She wants to eat your children, eat the babies. She wants to eat Eat the babies. How do those even go in the same sentence? I have no climate control. Eat children. I I have no idea. She's she's the last. The only thing that I mean, the last time I've heard about people eating people was uh. Season five of The Walking Dead. Mm. 
What was that movie called? Green Inferno. Oh yeah, the eight people. Yeah, that's... I had the kid from Spy Kids, Julian from Spy Kids. <laughs> Julian. He got real high, and then he made all the the the, the people that lived on the island. They got real high, and then they ate him because they had the munchies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, dang, we're not very far into this. No, we're gonna have to get into our topics. We're gonna knock three of these oh, out. No. Oh well, I saw I went and saw Joker the other day. Really? How was that? Oh, it's a masterpiece. It's fantastic. It, it's not a villain movie. No, absolutely not. If you go into it thinking it's a villain movie or have has anything to do with the DC world, you'll hate it. It's just a Joker by himself, just like it's he's but like an origin by himself. I didn't or? want to say it. He's better than Heath Ledger. What? Yeah. No. I'm dead serious. I haven't seen it, but I'm no. dead. Ser- yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to say it because Heath Ledger's performance is ridiculous and amazing. But he's no. Walk, I, Kyler. He's not better than the. He says. Walking. You know, Walking. Phoenix is better. I I didn't want to I didn't want to like after after watching the whole movie which there is a after credit scene there's one after watching the whole movie and walking out uh, I went with Ray Stone Big Ray 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 Uh, Shy went but he was like sitting somewhere else Uh, Ray's cousin went Uh, this kid named Chase that I used to work with went like I was in the movie theater full of people I knew yeah um Peyton and Eli went, and then I walked out, and I was like, what y'all think? And they were like, dude, we thought it was boring. What? And I was like, why? And he goes, what enough action? And I was like, that's what you get, you fucking moron. That's, it's not that you wasn't going to be that to begin with. And he goes, I thought it was about the Joker. And I was like, it is. But it's more about a tale of, it's a tragedy. It's what it is. It's a tragedy. And... I was thinking to myself while walking out of the movie and my friend Chase that I used to work with who lives in Oklahoma. So I don't know what he was doing all the way in Sherman seeing this movie, but he was there. I saw him and he goes, what'd you think? And I went, dude, I don't want to say it, but, and he looks at me. I like dead. eye. He goes, in the windows of your soul. Yeah. He goes, he was better than Heath. And I went, yeah, no. it's, it's so, it's crazy. I've seen it twice now. I haven't seen it. I can tell you he's not better than Heath Ledger. Kyler, I, pro- I pro- He's I, better than... You know how I got these he's cars? Be- he's better than... Because it's... My father was a drinker. It's because... Think. It's because he... In... I I think I watched a YouTube video and they broke it down why... Like, sort of clarifying why he's better than Heath. It's because Heath Ledger's Joker was like... He's an anarchist. He... He, you know, his whole thing was to prove to Batman that that everyone's just that as bad as he is. If you push somebody to the to the limit, everyone's bad as he is. Yeah, he's an anarchist. He wanted to cause anarchy, yeah. and he laughed when he thought something was funny, which isn't the premise of Joker. Joker, he has a like his whole thing is he's he laughs whenever he can't control it. He laughs. Yeah, he's when crazy. He's nervous. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what Joaquin did. It's there's no you don't know when he's gonna laugh. Like he goes to like there's a scene in the movie where he goes to a comedy club and he's mm-hmm. watching a dude do stand up, and when everyone else laughs, he he's laugh. not laughing. But he'll the the like the comic will say something like sort of dark or something like that and make everyone in the crowd sort of like uncomfortable and he's dying. And he's laughing. Yeah, exactly. So he has that medical condition, which is a real thing. Uh, apparently, Joaquin like hung out with people that had it, so he sort of could like know how to act as it yeah but there's a medical con- condition where when you feel nervous afraid hurt betrayed 
sad. You don't know, you don't know how to cope with that emotion, so you laugh. Yeah, so you laugh, yeah. And his laugh isn't... His laugh is better than Heath's. It's scary. Like, there's scenes in the movie where I looked over at Ray, and I was like, this looks like a horror movie. It's like he re- looks like a psychopath. He, it's it's re- it's so good. Dang. I need I've to, seen it I'm twice. Gonna, I'm going to see it Tuesday. Well, Dallas just scored. Michael Gallup scored. My dad just screamed, touchdown, Michael yeah, Gallup. I want to see it Tuesday. Again. Again? Yeah. I might, I might go see it Wednesday. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. It's the whole movie. Um, another thing why Peyton and Eli were sort of like upset about it, with, uh, upset with it, is because they were like, the whole movie, you're not, because he has a psychosis problem. Like he's a psychopath. Yeah. And he, throughout the movie, you want, like he has these things where you see in the movie and then you realize it wasn't real. So the whole movie, you have to determine what's real and what's, what's not real. What's, what's actually reality head, and what's, what's in his head and what's really going on. Yeah. And that's the premise through the whole movie. So, and they didn't like that. So what drives him to like go crazy? Is it just, he's just natural? Is it, he's, well, some childhood like, thing or what? If we're spoiling this whole the, movie, but the, I don't well, care. Not really. I mean, not, not really. There's it's two hours and like fifteen minutes long. Oh, it's long. Um, at in the end of the, if you know like the story of Arthur Fleck, you sort of have an a general idea of it. Um, but basically, he his mom is crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. But that's not his real mom. She adopted him, and she used to like beat the shit out of him. To physical abuse and, and yeah his stepdad did it to him they used to like lock him up and put handcuffs on him when he was a child and make him force him to smile which is that scene you see in the trailer where he puts his fingers in bruce wayne's mouth and makes him smile you know what i'm talking about no i don't there's a part in so the bruce trailer. wayne's in the movie he's a child though. but it's like really like like he's like eight or nine but it's like a one like he's in it for one scene he's right? in it for one scene okay. yeah um and uh yeah they just Basically, it's not a it's not a villain movie, and it's not like the Dark Knight wasn't a superhero movie. It was a crime movie. Just that just happened to have the Joker and Batman in it. Yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't a superhero movie. It was the crime Hold on. movie. What? Repeat what? what you just said. What? The Joker. What? The Joker. You said the movie. The Dark Knight movie. Yeah. It wasn't a superhero movie. Is it it's a crime movie. The Dark Knight. Yeah. You mean Batman versus Superman or no? The Dark Knight. The second movie of yeah, the Batman with, with Christopher Nolan. Yes, it's not a superhero movie. Okay, it's a crime. Yeah, movie. yeah. Like if you break it down, it's a crime. Yeah, movie. I agree. This Joker movie isn't a supervillain movie or a villain movie. It's a tragedy, and it touches on mental illness. What happens to you when you have mental? How people treat you when you have mental, like mental illness? Yeah, they treat you like you're crazy. Oh, like yeah, yeah. And it basically is the proof of like when you have a, a mixture of this tragic, like a tragic life. Being extremely smart, having a mental like breakdown, and then that one thing that pushes you over the edge, like the links that people will go to 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 feel like feel at home to cope. Yeah, and you don't see Joker face until about thirty minutes left in the movie. Yeah, but the scene of him becoming the Joker, uh, like his first taste of a kill, so to say, he kills people. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! I haven't seen it. Just... Uh, oh yeah! It's rated R for strong, bloody, graphic violence. Oh, so it's pretty rough. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Hey Jesus! Excuse my French, but he fucks some shit up. <laughs> it's about to pour down rain. You hear that? Yeah. It's no, but you see a, a taste of it. Like it's the way um, uh, Todd Phillips, who directed The Hangover, by the way, the way he 
described it was it's a tragedy about a person with a, men- a mental disease, a mental illness. And you can see Arthur Fleck walking in Phoenix. The first half of the movie, he's uncomfortable. He's very sad, depressed. And he has these moments where, like, the Joker sort of shows himself, like, that that characteristic trait of it sort of shows himself, and he doesn't want to accept it. Then you have the middle part where he's battling that that inner Joker, and then the end of the movie, he accepts it, and that's when it just becomes a... a The shit hits the fan. And the the scene, the after scene, is uh, him in the movie... um, because his mom references, she was like, it's crazy that they let you out of Arkham Estate, like Arkham all, like so early or whatever. And it flashes back to him how he got out. He escaped. Yeah. Yeah, he escapes and everything. He escapes from Arkham and every, like, Yeah, but it, no one the, knows uh, because, Joker. no one knows because he's like, his mom's like, it's crazy they let you out of Arkham, like Arkham Hospital so early because you don't know what he's in there for. You never find out. You never find out. But the, the scene is him talking to us therapist or whatever yeah. he's laughing and he's singing uh send in the clowns by frank sinatra Ooh. and she goes he, he starts laughing and she goes what's so funny he goes it's a joke and she goes tell me the joke and he goes i can't and she goes no tell me the joke i want to laugh and he goes and he like smoking a cigarette and he stops and he looks up at her and he goes if i had told you the joke you wouldn't get it and then the very next the very next scene is him skipping out of this room with blood all over his feet oh god <laughs> and that's how he got out and that was like his, but you don't know it because it showed at the very end of the movie. Yeah. But that was like his taste of his first kill. Yeah. Like the Joker. To, oh, God. It's so. Oh. So he's only, he only, Joaquin Phoenix only signed up one for one movie, didn't he? Yeah, they're not making a second one. Do you think there's any chance that mm-hmm. they roll into a. Todd Phillips said he's not going to make a second one. So did Joaquin Phoenix. Huh. Which I think is. One fantastic. and done's. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, one and done's great, but I mean, aren't they aren't they trying to get Robert Pattinson to be a Batman? Yeah, he is. Yeah, and uh, who else was there? Somebody else. Robert Pattinson's the new Batman. Yeah, um, and uh, Jonah Hill's uh, Penguin. That makes sense. Yeah, he's shaped like the Penguin. He's if, shaped like see, Danny DeVito. I think if they <laughs> if they wanted to do it right, they could put Walking. If they could like somehow convince Walking Phoenix and Todd Phillips to do that movie, but take it completely out of DC's hands. Yeah, DC's ruined every yeah. super. Like, if they could take Robert Pattinson, because I think Robert Pattinson could could be a good Batman. I don't know. He could. I he don't could. know. He has the he has the, the jaw structure for it. I guess he does. He has a very strong jawline. He has no like one, that 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 very sharp jawline. No one's Batman. got the Adam West jawline. That's true. <laughs> um, but Jonah Hill Penguin, it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, and he's a method actor, so he'll gain a lot of weight for it. Yeah, he'll, he'll knock some teeth out for it. He'll do anything he has to do to yeah, play that he's, role. He's a good actor. I like Jonah Hill. Robert Pattinson. He's a, he's uh, he's not a great actor, but he, I think he can pull off. He looks like a rich guy. He's good in. I'm about to sound real dumb. He's good in the Twilight movies. Oh yeah, because he, he looks like a vampire. He's good in them, though. I think he's a good. He looks actor. like a rich guy. He looks like a rich guy. He does. Yeah, he does. So I think he pulls. My dad's I think, I think he pulls off. Bruce Wayne really well. Yeah. Now the Batman part, I don't know. We don't know. Which but I if they, thought if they could pull that Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, away from uh, from DC and then put him in the timeline of Joker because Joker's about twenty years older than yeah, Batman. Yeah, he is in the comics too. He's yeah. all significantly older. If they could put it in the late nineties when Batman uh, is bat, like when Bruce Wayne's a grown man and he's Batman for real, and have Joaquin back for it. 
Uh, he's probably not. He's not back, going though. to do it. Yeah, he won't do it. But that'd be they cool. could. That'd be fantastic. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I was maybe that could happen. I doubt it. But what I was getting at was. Um, oh, did you see that the news was at the movie theater for the Joker premiere? Because there have been uh, threats of shootings. Because it, they say it glorifies. Um, uh, it glorifies like anarchy and rebellion it, and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't glorify it, but it doesn't glorify it. But if you if you're a movie like a movie person like myself, yeah, I'm like you know, you go into the movie. You know the Joker. He's the clown prince of Gotham. Yeah. Um, and you, he's. You say the Joker's the most known villain of any comic book of yeah, all time. Absolutely. Yeah. You walk out of that movie feeling bad for him. Like you feel like bad. bad for his origin and like how he became that yes. character. Yeah. And you you're on the side of Joker, but like he's such a thug in that movie when he becomes the Joker. <laughs> like uh, thug, thug, or like oh, he's just a thug, a piece of crap. No, just like he's like like, like dude, he's like he's a gangster. Cool. Like yeah. He's a gangster. Yeah. Like the way he he moves his body and the things he does and how he like smirks at people when he gets away with something. You're like, dude, that dude's a fucking gangster. <laughs> dude's a badass. Um, so you feel bad for him, like when you see all the things that it took for him to get to this point of his life you're like dude that's look there's a there's one major scene i'm not gonna say it there's one major scene where he realizes that everything he had seen was not real and you're like oh fuck it's so it's heartbreaking it's so sad and that was one of the things that like kicked that switch to like all right you feel bad for him yeah and he becomes the joker yeah uh, the, the I, part I, in the the com in the in the trailer where he goes, "Hey Murray, when you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker?" That scene's a little bit longer in the movie. Yeah, and uh, Robert De Niro's character is like he looks at him a little funny. He goes, "All right, I, I mean, I guess you don't want me to call you by your name." And he goes, "No, I'm the Joker." I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> he's a Joker." <laughs> um, I, I think DC not have anything to do with it. Is why it's successful. Oh, Warner Brothers but is amazing. My favorite superhero. Two superheroes. One's Marvel, one's DC. Spider-Man and Flash. Yeah. And um, I went, like, uh, the Justice League movie with the Flash. Terrible. Who I love. I couldn't get halfway through that movie. No, that movie And I sucks. love superheroes. Couldn't get that movie. So, I think if this one's successful, it's not going to happen. But if DC has nothing to do with Robert Pattinson and nothing to do with Jonah Hill, and they let, what's the director's name? Oh, Todd Phillips? They, they, Todd, Todd Phillips, Phillips put his hand involved in that ridi- and get Joaquin you know Phoenix pro- back. Do you know who uh, produced this Joker movie? Mm-mm. Bradley Cooper. Brad- yeah, you told me that last, yeah. I think last episode or something which like that. Which makes sense because Todd Phillips directed The Hangover. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which, we were sitting here, Was it, it was Jacob. Jacob, yeah. And I said that Bradley Cooper's starting to become better than him. I like James Franco, but the better new oh, yeah. James Franco where he's into producing, writing, acting, directing, like he'll start yeah. doing Will Ferrell. I said that as well. Will Ferrell directs and produces now. Yep. So he actually, didn't he direct and produce uh, the Between Two Ferns movie? Or he was involved, very heavily yeah, involved. Very heavily and he involved acted in it yeah. and he helped write it. So, um, yeah, I think, I think if Marvel had nothing, or Marvel, if DC had nothing to do with it, you could have a successful movie with Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. I just Mark don't know why DC can't make good movies. I don't know what it is. Do what? I don't know why DC can't make good movies. Like, I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know. It's not even that they cast terrible people. It's just, like, 
Uh, Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman, fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Jason Momoa for Aquaman, great. Oh, he's awesome. That great. is a stud. I didn't really... I, I don't like Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, I don't hate Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't like him as much. Henry Cavill's a monster. Oh, great Superman. I love Fantastic him. Fantastic Superman. And you bombed. And yeah. you get Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor? Fantastic. And you bombed? Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. Um, What else? Uh, I, I don't like Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller as The Flash that much, but I, I can see it. Who else is another DC person? Um... Have they made any other DC movies? Um, they've made Superman or Man Henry, of Steel. Henry Cavill. They made. Solid. Did they make? They didn't make a Batman movie. Just Ben Affleck. It's Batman versus Superman. Yeah. They made. Did they make a Wonder Woman movie? I yep. didn't see it. I didn't Wonder see Wo- it. I wanted that's, to. That's actually a good movie. I heard it's good. They made an Aquaman Aquaman movie, which I heard was kind of cool too. It's a little long for my yeah, taste. I heard it was like, cool it's though. Like almost three hours long. Yeah, and then they made a Justice League movie. Ass. And all of them bombed, didn't they? Yeah. Did Batman vs. Superman bomb? Yeah, it was okay. terrible, too. I saw it in theaters. I didn't think it was Dude, that movie great. sucked. I didn't think it was horrible. I just... I don't understand. Marvel nails it. And then DC just, like, Dude, craps they, the bed. They have great actors and directors and producers and everything. They have everything. I don't know what... They nailed Tom Holland for Spider-Man. Yeah, Tom Holland's. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man's fantastic. Which, what was Robert... Is he perfect for Iron Man? What was, what was Robert Downey Jr. before before Iron Man? The good actor who's Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he was, a, in my opinion, he was a dude that was in and out of rehab all the time. Oh, yeah, he was. And then you're going to have Iron Man engraved on his, on his uh, tombstone now. Yeah. So... He's I, just... I mean, he... he 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 looks like Christian Bale does. He and looks mean, like a rich guy. Was was Chris Evans like a great renowned act, a renowned actor before Captain America? He was uh, he was Johnny yeah. Storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not a good role. Like, and then uh, Chris Hemsworth. I mean, yeah, I'd he, say he was probably the most popular. But was no, he, no was, that's not true. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. But was he like great in anything? Not really. Now he's doing a Men in Black, which I heard wasn't very good. Yeah, I hated that movie. But he's like doing different roles now. Yeah, he's uh, in Scarlett Johansson, Ghostbusters, good for Black Widow. Jeremy Renner, Jeremy fantastic Hawkeye. Did we ever talk about the Jeremy Renner? Renner Jeremy, Ren- say his name, please. Jeremy Renner, the Jeremy Renner app. The what? <laughs> the Jeremy Renner app. What is that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> what is this? Hold on. Let's hit. Let's hit Flexpedic. Then I'll give you the Jeremy Renner app. Okay. Flexpedic, here we All come. Right. So we're about halfway through the podcast, so I figured I'd go on and break down our sponsor for you today. Well, first, we've got to give a nice shout-out to the Momentum Swing Podcast. Uh, they have a Twitter page up now. You can find them at Momentum Swing Podcast on Twitter, um, hosted by our boy Garrett and Brian. B. Ryan. They do a sports podcast. Uh, they record every Thursday. It comes out every Friday. Um basically cover any any sports you need um it's nfl season right now so they're talking heavy on football basketball season is starting up pretty soon they'll definitely cover you know basketball nba because you know damn well they can't play it um and then a little bit of you know postseason baseball because that's uh always solid and the second one comes from flexpedic it's a mattress company Uh, read off some stats it says, uh, with nearly four decades in the bedding industry, it's safe to say they know sleep. Additionally, 
They've supplied countless people with premium sleep products worldwide. Regardless, they're still not satisfied. They're driven to make the world a more sleep-friendly place. Let's see here. When you hear Flexpedic, Flexpedic, you should expect great sleep, a sleeping product that never rests, and all of their mattresses are certi-per certified. Certi-per certified, yeah. Per-certified. <laughs> Per-certified. There's, there's a reason I say it and you don't. Yeah. Um, basically means they have no, you know, no bad stuff in their mattresses. Your your dog can sleep on it. Your cat, if you have a ferret for some reason, they can sleep. They can sleep on it. Your babies, you're all safe on it. They have a hundred night trial. Basically means if you um, buy a mattress from them, send it back. If you don't like you it. You don't like it. Uh, you have a hundred nights to return it. And instead of just you know cleaning it up and sending it back. They actually donate it to a local charity, yeah. to people that actually need mattresses and comforters and pillows and stuff like that. So instead of tossing that mattress back in a warehouse and shipping it to somebody else, they donate it to charity. That's awesome. Absolutely. They also have free shipping. So free whatever shipping. you buy from them, you just got to pay tax. And that's it. Yep. There's no there's no shipping cost. The mattress and tax. Absolutely. I bet Casper does shipping. So they'll start shipping here very soon. They, have, they sell mattress toppers, pillows, mattresses. And a lot more, like their four-inch lavender-infused mattress topper. Lavender helps you sleep. It's very good on the soul. Smells good too. I have about five lavender candles in my house. I have one. It's amazing. It's fantastic, right? In my Cincy, I got a lavender scent. Oh, oh, so relaxing. Yeah, exactly. So you can find them at flex-pedic.com or flexpedic on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. And uh, I think that's it. When they start shipping. Get you a Flexpedic. When they get you a Flexpedic, And sleep comfortably like your boys here do. Absolutely. Okay. What an ad read. What an ad read. So, The first time we ever read that thing, like I I read through it, and you you go, ooh. I was like, yo, I fucking killed that shit. I killed that. So, Jeremy Renner, known actor, plays Hawkeye. He also plays in the, um, what Bourne movie was it? Born Legacy. Born Legacy. He also plays in the Born Legacy movie, which is the worst of the Born series. But so people know who Jeremy Renner is, and he has a he has a fan following. But is his fan following big enough that he had to have an app? Aaron, yes, no. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Okay, I'm trying to think of an app. Okay, if uh, who's who's the most renowned, famous actor in the world? Actor, actress. Just off the top of your head, who's like first person comes comes here? Okay, does Brad Pitt have an app for his fans to follow him? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. Jeremy Renner got a company called ExcapeX to make him an app. So fans of Jeremy Renner, it's literally a Jeremy Renner Instagram. That's all it is. Is he posts stuff and it comes up on a timeline, and fans can also post stuff and they can purchase stars. And the more stars that you purchase on a on a post, it climbs higher on people's timelines. So you could post a picture of yourself and just like with a I love Jeremy Renner shirt. It was intended for stuff like that. I love Jeremy Renner and put a hundred dollars worth of stars on your post and it'll show up on the top of everyone's timeline. So it'll be the number one post everybody sees. You can post anything you want. Jeremy Renner's post always go to the top. Do you see the issue with this so far? You can post anything you want. You can put any name on your account. And if you want your post to be at the top, all you have to do is spend money. Do you see the issue here? Oh, yeah. The number one trending person account on that app was a person that had their account named Casey Anthony. 
the woman that killed her baby in Florida like 10 years ago. Oh, Jesus. And the number one trending post on that site was by Casey Anthony that said, I'm sure that my, was it her daughter that she killed? I'm sure my daughter would have loved Casey, or would have loved Casey, would have loved Jeremy Renner. And they spent over $2,000 on that post. Oh. People were posting pornographic material. People were people were impersonating Jeremy Renner so well, like acting like it was actually him, and then spending so much money that the app would automatically put it on the top of their timeline. So it looks like Jeremy Renner's posting like inappropriate content on his own app. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was it was like up for like a month. And he himself got in, got in contact yeah. with ExcapeX, had him cancel it, and refund everybody's money. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's awesome. But yeah, Casey Anthony was the number one person, you like know, posting I was, person. I took that. government over the summer. Yeah, during that trial, and our government teacher, uh, she she's a government teacher, so she's involved with the shit. Yeah, she put it up on the TV while we were doing our summer summer work, and whenever they found her not guilty, she flipped a desk. She flipped a she desk. She flipped a desk because she was found not guilty, which I 100% agree. Uh, she she killed that baby. Oh, absolutely. That's ugh. She killed that baby. She on her computer, she looked up how to make chloroform. That's how her baby died. I she put she, it in the tire of her old car. Yeah, I, was, I thought it died of like heat exhaustion in the tire. No, she well she looked up how to knock out her baby and then put it in there. How to make chloroform, yeah. What the hell? What's wrong with people? Hey, Zeke just scored. And then whenever she was out, then uh, she was caught dancing at clubs while her baby was missing. While her baby was roasting in the yeah. heat of, of a tire. Yeah. Oh, it's 31 to 17. Dallas is coming back with 13 minutes and 52 seconds left in that fourth quarter. If oh. Dallas comes back, you're shaving your head. I'll do that. Really? You have yeah. a nice little Jufro going on I'll right I'll do now. that. If Dallas comes back, I'll shave I mean, my they head. were down 24 points. They're on 24-0. Then I- it was 31-0. No. Yeah, thirty-one zero. I'll do that. That'd be a heck of a comeback. Be like a. Uh, never mind. I'm not saying that. Um, so, um, I had a weird, just a very odd encounter today at work. How so? So I'm working at the Red Lobster, and there's a cook. This dude. What's that line from Beyonce that goes like, "If my man does something well, I take his ass to Red Lobster." <laughs> I know what you're talking that's, about. That's a line of Beyonce song. <laughs> She's taking Jay Z to Red Lobster. I guess so. It's like if she if he does. I'm about to look it up. Continue talking. I'm gonna look it up. Just interrupt me when you find it. That's funny. Yeah. All right. So there's a uh, there's a uh, cook at Red Lobster. This dude's like, I'm not kidding. He's probably six eight, six nine, probably two hundred eighty pounds. Oh wait, what? There's a cook. His name's Corey. Huge black dude. Like 6'8", 280. I'm not kidding. He's massive. And um, every time I see him, like I'll be like, hey, man, what's going on? How are you, Corey? And he says the same thing every time. He says, tall, black, and ugly. No comment about that? I'm laughing in my head. It's like, funny. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, I'll be like, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, still tall, black, and ugly. So I walk up to him today. I walk over to go ahead and ring some food in. He's standing there. I said, hey, man. I said, what, what's going on? How are you doing? He said, oh, still tall, black, and ugly. And I said, hey, man. I said, that's better than what I got going on. And he goes, looks at me like concerned. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm short, white, and ugly. And this 6'8", black man said to me, nah, word for word, nah, bro, you're extremely, extremely handsome. You could be a supermodel. I said, thanks, man. 
I said, really? He goes, yeah. Then he says, if I was gay, I would F you in the ass. People, people are sitting at, at tables, and other people are walking around, and they hear this. Grown oh, man, no. grown man. Yeah, no man, don't say that. You're, you're no, bro. You're a supermodel. You could be a supermodel. I was like, I don't agree with. I him, don't bro. agree with that either. I'm ugly. I said, <laughs> I said, really? He's like, yeah. I said, no, I couldn't. He goes, yeah, man. He said, if I was gay, I'd f you in the ass. Okay. I said, kind of looked around. I said, no, thank you. I said, thanks, Corey. I, I appreciate it, and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's my story. When Beyonce released the video for Formation a day before she was going to take 2016 Super Bowl stage, the internet pretty much lost its mind. From the invincible, the incredible visuals to the iconic lyrics, there was a lot to dissect and take in. But one particular lyric rose above the rest. If he f's me good, I'll take his ass to Red Lobster. Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce said that. crooned in the second verse. Beyonce crooned. <laughs> That's the line. <laughs> Take from the Red Lobster. <laughs> hey, I might see Beyonce Red Lobster. Who knows? I guess so. I mean, apparently. Jay Z has to effort good. Mm-hmm. She hasn't taken Red Lobster, so what's that say? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're too rich to go to Red Lobster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they want, it, like, they're billionaires. They can. They could buy every Red Lobster in the world. Yeah, they could. No, they go, could. They could fly to Maine and get fresh lobster if they wanted yeah. to. You don't think I'm a supermodel? They could buy the sea if they wanted to. <laughs> like, they just buy the Atlantic Ocean. Like, yeah, it's ours now. You don't think I'm a supermodel? The Bay Z? Yeah. The JZ? The JZ? The JC? Just S- just Z-E-A? The JZ? The JZ. You don't think I'm a supermodel? I don't. I'm handsome. I'm cute. Dude, your hair is ugly. Nah, I'm good. Rick did a good job. You look like Johnny Storm. Fly him on. I look like but Chris John, Evans. You look like Johnny Storm whenever he got the clay, the the the, the, the boulders powers. Whenever they the switch boulder, powers, the thing, the thing, yeah, <laughs> the boulder. That's how you tell. That's how you know how relevant the Fantastic Four are. All Fantastic Four movies are terrible. I'm about to say, isn't it amazing? Marvel's just killing it. All that stuff in between. Um, Oh, they've had some misses. Well, yeah, but in between... Fantastic think, Fours. Yeah, let's say in between, Three of them. in between the Avengers movie and I think Infinity War. Or no, in between Age of Ultron and Infinity War, I think. Yeah. They came out with that Fantastic Four. With and Michael I, B. Jordan and yes. Miles Teller. And yeah. I think the idea was, we'll have the Fantastic Four and the Avengers too. And it bombed so hard that... That's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, that was awful. Yeah, I didn't see it. I think it was because the Feig, Feig brothers or whatever had nothing to do with it. And why is... If you think, I mean, Michael, Michael B. Feige. Jordan, he's a good actor. Chris, that, mm, how am I trying to say this? Marvel, Marvel regurgitates characters. Oh yeah, Michael B. Jordan was Johnny Storm. Yeah, then he was what's Killmonger. His, yeah, he was Killmonger on Black Panther. Chris Evans was, was Johnny, Johnny Storm. Storm. Now he's, now Captain, he's Captain America. America. That's an upgrade. Yeah, he got big for that role too. Oh, um, uh, the huge. dude that played um, uh, the dude that played um, what's in Deadpool two. The villain's name? Oh, um... He's Thanos. It's Thanos, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name? Um, I have no idea what his name is, but that's on. Thanos, yeah. Yeah, what's the actor's name? I don't I want the actor's name. Yeah, uh... That's Thanos. That's Thanos. Thanos. Not Thanksgiving. Jesus. Thanos that actor. Time. Yeah, it is. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah. He's, he's Thanos, yeah. And I think it's funny that they, like, literally use... Oh, Ryan Reynolds was, a. Uh, but it wasn't by they didn't reg- uh, regurgitate him from uh, from his old superhero character on uh, X Men. 
Oh, yeah, he played Deadpool twice, didn't he? Yeah, but it was a stupid Deadpool. Yeah, but he was also another superhero. Ryan Reynolds? Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Um, oh, Green Lantern. Terrible. Yeah, I didn't see that either because I knew it was going to be bad. Oh, God. So, um, let's get off superheroes. Let's hit up the UFC. Oh, yeah. Here UFC. we go. So, yeah, last night um, was Saturday night, UFC mm-hmm. 243. Your dad is going off Aaron, in there. I mean, we're getting a play-by-play. Aaron Rodgers just got sacked. Yeah. I cannot wait to take this thing off because the Packers blew a 24 or 31-point lead. Yeah. That's going to be um, great. Yeah, UFC, what, 215, 205? 243. Two, wow, I'm way off. You're way off. <laughs> 243. UFC 243 happened last night. Um some decent fights, um, but the one that stood above the stood above the rest was Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya, all the way from New Zealand, representing Nigeria, the broken native. He has a giant Deadpool portrait tattooed on his rib cage. Really? Yeah. Um, versus Robert, the Reaper, Whitaker, new champ. Who this? Israel Asanya. Hey. And look right above that. Sorry, but the Joker's yeah. got to go. Hey, they talk, yeah, I see that on Snapchat. They talk about how it glorifies, like, anarchy and, oh. yeah, all that stuff, yeah. Oh, whatever. They're anyway. stupid. Um, yeah, he, uh, on Friday night, they had the weigh-ins. I just thought this was really funny. It was like three years ago. I was sitting up in the nosebleeds here. And tomorrow night, I'm going to make his nosebleed here. And he made Robert Whitaker's nosebleed by knocking him out. Not only once. But twice, because he got lucky. He got saved by the bell at the first round. Mm-hmm. Hit him with a right uppercut and dropped him like a board. Like a and he got up because he was about to go down and hit him. But Mark Goddard, the referee, stopped it because the bell rang. And everyone was confused. They thought the fight was over, but the, the building was so uh, attendance so record. Wow, really? For the UFC, yeah, because it was in Marvel Stadium in Australia. Oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about like that. 60,000 people. Dang, and they sold and out. It was too loud. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you can't hear the bell. New Zealand versus Australia. Yeah, they sold out. Um, and you couldn't hear the bell, so everyone thought the fight was over. And then they realized, like, they saw that they were going to sit down in their corners, and they're like, oh, it's still going on. Didn't matter, though. He, Izzy put them hands on him in the second round and dropped that boy like a sack of taters. <laughs> A sack of taters. What did I say in the living room earlier? I have no idea. Oh, I said, uh, Israel Lasagna, he said, he's going to come in looking like Robert Whitaker. He's going to leave looking like Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. He's got a lazy eye. He's older than A lazy dirt. eye. I was going to say paralyzed eye. <laughs> That's mean. He's a good actor. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, good cool. actor. Man. He's going to leave here with a paralyzed eye. And a old, he's going to look 90 years old. That was, yeah, I, you showed me the highlights of it. Yeah. We need to watch some more UFC fights. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. I don't think there's, oh, um, November 2nd, um, Jorge Masvidal and Jorge Street Jesus, Cuban Jesus, oh, his real name is Game Bread, his real nickname is Game Bread, but Jorge Game Bread Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. For the bat, for the baddest mother effer belt, I hate Nate. Yeah, I don't Diaz's. like. I don't like Nate Diaz. Or I don't Nate like either Diaz. of them. They're idiots. Yeah, I hate them both. They're not the baddest. Whatever. They're morons. Well, I don't know about that. They are bad no, mother effers. Yeah, they no, are. They're not. Really? Really? Dude, they don't. They don't get knocked out. They I don't think it's either. possible. I don't know. He what? Put a whooping on Anthony Pettis. Mm-hmm. Anthony Pettis is no joke. Okay. I just don't like him. I think they're. I don't stupid. like him either. I, I don't like him at all. 
But uh, he is one of the, the baddest mother efforts in the game, and he called out Orhe Masvidal after his win over Anthony Pettis. He goes, Orhe did it the right way. I know he's a I know he's a gangster, but he ain't no West Coast gangster like me. And uh, he called him out. Dana put the fight together, said they were going to have a baddest mother effort belt for it. And I was like, I like the idea, but Orhe deserves that that title shot. Knocked out an undefeated Ben Ashburn with a flying knee in five seconds. Yes. Hold on. Nate's fighting him? Yeah. Oh, I hope that dude destroys oh, or- Nate. I- he's the one that, like... I take, I'm take. i taking Orhe in it because yeah. he's on a roll. Like, he beat up Darren Till, beat up Cowboy Cerrone, uh, beat up Ben Askren. Uh, That's- I'm, taking, I'm taking Darren Till. He's a, uh, I mean, I'm taking Orhe yeah. Masvidal. He's the one that got into a little altercation with Leon Edwards in the back and gave him a three-piece and a soda and said <laughs> Leon Edwards couldn't handle all that family meal. Uh, Jesus. Um, what Nate Diaz is hard to beat. Wasn't Norhe the dude that uh, before the seven-second knockout with the knee, he like, I don't want to say the wrong jungle. Wasn't the Amazon, was it? Yes, that dude, yes, that's him. Yes. Did he go, what, what jungle was it? Was it the Amazon? I, I don't know what jungle was. The dude was went like. to a jungle for two months, no food, no water, trained by himself, then came back out a month or a month or two before the fight, yeah. then finished training in a gym, yeah. and then knocked a dude out in seven yeah, seconds with him. a knee. That's, yeah. that's Orhe, yeah. Have you ever seen the video of He's Khabib? nasty. Wrestling a bear as a as child? Like 12 is yes. wrestling a full-grown, that's not a, full-grown a, bear, but... That's a thing they do in Dagestan. That's terrifying. That's just a thing. That's fun for them. You wrestle bears? Yeah. I don't want to be near a bear. Yeah. I don't want to get mauled to yeah. eight. Habib wrestles bear. That's what they do in Dagestan for fun. So Connor was nothing. Yeah. He's like, I've wrestled a bear. I don't, yeah. you're nothing. He's still undefeated, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's 28 No, Yeah. He Jesus. beat up Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But he respected Dustin Poirier. He wore a Dustin Poirier shirt in his after like a uh, UFC uh, octagon interview, yeah, and post, uh, post fight, yeah, post fight interview, he was wearing a Dustin Poirier shirt because Dustin Poirier has a a, a charity in Louisiana um, for uh, like special needs kids. It's all and, like you, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Habib donated like half of his purse. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. To it, and he was like, "I'm going to sell this shirt because he was wearing it." Yeah, and signed it and, and, stuff, signed it and yeah. stuff. And he's donating that to the to the charity too. That's cool. Remember, um, what was it? It was like a German dude and like a uh, Congo, dude from like the Congo or something. That uh, boxers, and they're both like one of them was undefeated. I think they're both undefeated, and it was like um, the dude needed the one of the guy. I don't remember, but the guy needed the money to get his family to the United States. That's what he's going to do with the money, and he got knocked out and then died. From brain swelling? Hold oh, on. yes. Hold I on. know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it'll take me two seconds to look that Do you remember whenever uh, we watched UFC fighting and we saw Michael Venom Page, MVP? Yes. Did you know he got he took his first L a couple months ago, being all cocky and stuff like that in the in the ring like he like he did? He's an idiot. Started dancing around. He got clipped, dropped, hammer-fisted, out cold. Really? First round. Good. He's a cocky... Um, and then he lost his UFC title, like his UFC shot. <laughs> he lost his UFC shot. Yeah. Why has he been fighting in like these Bellator and stuff? Like minor league. Because I don't think he's that good. I think he was fighting in Bellator, which is a good company to fight for. They have good fighters like Eddie Alvarez, and I mean Anthony Pettis and them used to fight over there. So it's not like they have scrubs. But you come over to the UFC, but they're not. He's like one. I mean, they're all think, professionals, but they're yeah, not. I think if I remember right, Michael Venom Page is like one eighty five er. So he's fighting. Israel Adesanya, oh Anderson Silva, Robert oh Whitaker, oh Kelvin Gastelum. He's fighting them. So it's 
how do I say this nicely? Other other fighting whatever MMA leagues, they have like one or two. They're like the they're like the Canadian Football League or like minor league baseball. Say, so like other fighting leagues, they have like one, two, three like phenomenal fighters, like minor league baseball, yes. and like okay. And but you come to the UFC. Everyone's phenomenal. Everyone's good. So it's like a danger at all moments. Yeah, I don't think he would have done good over here Probably in the not. UFC. But uh, he might be a one seventy. He if he's a one seventy, that means he's fighting Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal, Tyron Woodley, Kamaru Usman, Darren Till, Anthony Pettis, Cowboy Cerrone. So he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, what and I was talking about. He's not a two oh five because that means he's fighting John, John Jones, Jones and Daniel Cormier, and yeah, he's dead. Um, what I was talking about was in July, a boxer. Oh, Israel Adesanya said, "You better believe at the end of twenty twenty, I'm fighting John Jones." Who would win that? Is John Jones on cocaine? I'm taking John Jones if he's high as a cut. I'm taking <laughs> at the well, he said end of 2020, so probably the fight will be in 2021. By that time, if is he still like on top of the world, like on a on a big run, which most likely he probably he will, will be. be. I'm taking Izzy to the same size. He's a middleweight that's the same size as John Jones. The John only Jones thing is, is he's just, just he's he's smaller. Yeah, John Jones is just odd though. Um, what I was talking about was Russian boxer Maxima Dada Shave. I don't know Dada Sheep. I don't know. Yeah, good luck with that pronunciation. Yeah, I butchered that. Um, he was undefeated. He's 28 years old, and in July he boxed some dude from the Congo, I think. But he had brain damage, and I guess they didn't know that like he was like his like internal bleeding, and he showed signs of like cognitive function and was like there. Yeah, when he's in the fight. Yeah, yeah. So the fight continued, and they eventually I don't remember if they called it or what happened. But after the fight, they rushed him to the hospital and they put him in a, a medically induced coma, and they did some uh, surgery. I did a surgery to try to. Uh, to try to relieve pressure and, and brain bleeding. And they said he was showing signs of improvement. And then he died like two days after the fight. And Damn. with that money, with the purse that he would have oh, won, he was going to help his family get yeah. to America. The other dude, I cannot remember what his name was. I think he's, like I said, I think he's from the Congo. He donated, I think, half the purse to get them over to America. That's awesome. That's cool. But, yeah, the dude was undefeated and he died. Yeah, that's, that's uh, that, scary stuff. That a, I think that used to be a common thing with like boxers and fighters, is that they're they want to win and stay in there because no one that doesn't like fighting goes in there to fight. Like all these people like fighting, yeah, and they're good at it. And it used to they're be like also, a prominent thing. They used they 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 want to win and stay in there. It's well, you didn't so, get paid as much. Yeah, it's so overpowering. Like yeah, like like when UFC fighters get knocked out, like standing up, knocked out. And how the ref will step in and stop it. They'll sit there and be like, why'd you stop it? Because their brain knows, hey, I can move still. But their body is like, no. no. That's why like, their legs get wobbly and all that stuff. They're like, dude, if you would have got hit in a couple more times, you would have been out. You'd been dead. <laughs> like when Ben Askren got knocked out by that flying knee and went stiff as a board. And then Jorge Masvidal hammer fisted him two more yeah, times. And almost killed him. Which... I'm surprised Ben Askren's awake now. To be honest, that happened months ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Orhan Masvidal said in a post in the post conference, they were like, "A lot of people thought those two after hits were a little much." What do you say to people like that? And he goes, "What are you What are you talking about, bro?" He goes, "The two hits you landed after you clearly knocked him out." And he goes, "Dude, I'm a UFC fighter. My job is to go in there and hit somebody until the ref stops me. Yeah. And if people don't like that, then go watch like basketball or something like that, or soccer, a non physical sport." <laughs> and I was like. You know what? They were uncalled for because you could, you knew he was knocked out, but there was animosity, there was hate, and you're right. It's your job. Yeah. So I 100% agree. I, 
how do I? I think the reason that like they stop fights earlier now, yeah, because it's, uh, medicine is caught up to yeah. sports. They know the brain damage and stuff like that. And athletes, even lesser, like I'm not trying to be this mean, be mean here, but even the lesser athletes and the lesser fighters who are in the lower leagues, they don't make great money. Yeah, but they still make decent money. Fighters for, don't make good money. Not really. Not I mean, great. compared to older, to compared to years past, they make a lot more money. But fighters now, like they don't make. Like people think they make like millions of dollars. No, and stuff. well, the, the top no. of the line do. But that's select. You have yeah. to be a star. Yeah, but Izzy, what? But, but these are a lot of like Connor. Yeah, Nate. But what I was getting at was the reason that fighters back in the day are more susceptible to hanging in there, and um, refs would let them hang in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, is because the only Dallas scored again. They're probably only down seven now. My dad screamed. Um, guys like Butterbean. And um, I'm uh, I'm running out of boxers already. Uh, George Foreman, and just like you know, big big, the big name boxers, they were the only ones that made money. Yeah. Now everybody's it's not even, but everybody's getting a chunk of that pie. Even the lesser known fighters are still getting paid. Back then, if you lost a couple times and you you know I mean weren't competitive in fights, you didn't get paid crap. Yeah. So that's why I think. Guys are more yeah. into like you know would get their asses whooped because hey I win this fight in a dog fight and then I win three more I'm making butterbean money yeah. I'm making George Foreman money I'm yeah. making yeah so and now it's kind of like ref stops the fight kind of like eh, it's all good yeah. because I still made there's so much that goes into sixty thousand like, dollars as like, UFC not my UFC league. like you have fight of the night which is an extra fifty thousand dollar bonus uh, you have like if you win you get a bonus. Um, if you're a main event, you get a, a big bonus. If you're a main event and you have fight of the night, you're a giant bonus. Then you have endorsements like by like Reebok and all that stuff. That can I read this real quick? Yeah, go for it. Amari Cooper passed from Dak Prescott for 53 yards. Ew. Cowboys trail the Packers 34 to 24. Ooh. Down 10. Well, I don't know how much time's left in this game. How much time we left in this podcast? Not much. Not much. Um, before we wrap this up, November 29th, November 30th. Okay. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure that's the date. I'll have to ask Ray, but yeah, no. Um, Sierra Canyon, for those who don't know, is a high school team from Southern California. Yep, that uh, just happens to have uh, Dwayne Wade's kid, Zari Wade, and LeBron James's kid, uh, LeBron James Jr., playing for the same high school team. Ew. And they're playing a they're playing in a Dallas tournament at the end of November. Um, and me and Kyler are going to go watch because and Ray. In Ray, yeah. And, I mean, why not? On the 29th. I'm pretty sure it's the 29th, yeah. And then what's on the 30th? The Lakers play the Mavericks, I'm pretty sure. I have never seen LeBron in person. I've never seen LeBron play in person. I haven't either. I want to go. I've seen very select few stars play in person. Really? Yeah. I've seen – I saw – whenever he was in Oklahoma City very early in his career, uh, Kevin Rank got hurt in the first quarter against the Mavericks. Oh. Russell Westbrook played. Um I saw the Chicago Bulls on St. Patrick's Day in Dallas. Derrick Rose got hurt in the first quarter. And I've seen um, – who else have I seen? Oh, get this. Um, the When the Mavericks played the Spurs, I think 2016. Right. I've seen more stars outside of their preferred sports arena than in it. Than in it. Um, I went to a Mavericks Hornets game. Chris Paul was hurt. He was hurt before. Young Chris so, Paul. Young Chris Paul. Um, I've been to a Mavericks San Antonio game. 
Uh, I mean, they had Tim Duncan and Tony Parker, but they're not like superstars or anything. Uh, Greg Popovich is the biggest star on the Spurs team. Um, I really want to go see a Mavs game because they have good old Luka and I KP. I, I like uh, the unicorn. Um, I went and waited in line for a pair of shoes, and Sean Marion walked by. Nice. Some dude in front of us yelled that his girl was fine, and Sean Marion turned around and said, you want me to beat your ass? And I was like, dude, you're going to get beat up by you're Sean You're going to get Marion. killed by Sean Marion. Um, I've seen Des Bryant at a jewelry store. In, uh, uh, I've seen Des Bryant in yeah. person, yeah, uh, out at North Park Mall, yep, which North is where, Park. Yeah, that's where I saw him. Um, me and my old friend, uh, Karsten, we went to... Clyde Warren Park in Dallas and we were parked in front of this restaurant and we were about to get out of my car and Nicholas Batum walked right in front of us and I went that's Nikki B that's, that's Nicholas Batum and she goes who's that and from I went, Dallas I went I'm pretty sure it was Nicholas Batum and then I wrote down my window and went yo Nick I went Batum real loud and he turns around and goes oh what up man <laughs> <laughs> oh what up man and he walked into the steakhouse and got some food um who else? Um, I saw Keyshawn Johnson at That's the mall. Cool. Um, who else? Uh, Michael Irvin, whenever his uh, young nephew Michael played Irvin. for some Dallas team, uh, when Sherman played them. I saw That's them cool. I'd love to see Michael Irvin. I'd like to meet him. Um, who else? Um My dad. Um, dad I was talking goofball. about I was talking about games I've been to. I went to the two thousand fourteen uh, first round. Uh, playoffs, Mavericks were playing the Spurs, which is a legendary matchup. Yep. All day when they meet the Spurs was great. Um, the series was tight. Oh, and I saw James Harden when me, Colton, Tyler, and Chase Wilson went to Sneaker Con. You saw James. James Harden walked up, and I had a pair of Kobe Bryant Christmas Day Sevens. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, he was, I put them in the air because I wanted somebody to buy them, and he was like, "Let me see those real quick." He took my shoe, and then he gave them back because he uh, they weren't his size. James. So yeah. Hey, what's up, ball hog? And Dwight Howard was there. <laughs> and he's soft. Yeah, he, I don't care about it. Nah, Dwight's cool, though. Um, I went to game three of the Spurs-Mavericks 2014. Yeah. Vince Carter hit a game winner. Ew. Yeah. I mean, real fast, this is what I saw in person. I'm sitting right up right up here at the top. Yeah, my dad's in there screaming. I saw this in person, on. Oh, I remember that yeah. shot. I saw that in I remember person. that shot. Vince Carter at the buzzer to go up 2-1. They lost the series. But to go up 2-1 against the Spurs in the playoffs, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we're going to go see Bronny and Zaire Wade play in Dallas and then hopefully go to the Mavs game and see my boy LeBron. That's that's the plan. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I've never seen yeah. LeBron play. He's my favorite player. That'd be cool time. if you saw – if we went, into the, we went to the game, watched him play. Saw LeBron. But actually met LeBron the day before oh at Bronny's game. I'm like, hey, we're coming to your game tomorrow night. He goes, why don't you sit down? You know what's crazy? Because Dwayne Wade would be there would be there too. Yeah. I'd take a picture with Dwayne Wade before LeBron. Why? I'm just I'm more of a fan of D Wade. I like D Wade, but I'd take a picture with LeBron. I'm more of a, I'm more of a fan of D Wade. Take a picture with both. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, about? me too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you made me pick, I'd be like, nah, I'm taking LeBron. He's the greatest player of all time. I'd uh I'd wear my Kobe Bryant shirt. <laughs> don't do that. You like two four is better than two three. <laughs> LeBron just goes, shakes his head, and goes, "Get this clown out of my sight." No. All right. Um. So before we go, um. Well, anything you got to say before we go? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Sweet. Well, um. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Oh, here we go. We have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Have a Patreon. It's a patreon.com slash not your normal. Go on there. We have two tiers set up. We have a uh, the average tier. Then we have the normal tier. Hopefully, if we get some patrons, um, you know, I'll add a not your normal tier. If 
and then our extremely weird tier. So, but we have the the five dollar tier. It's just five bucks, and we have the normal tier at seven bucks. Uh, if you do the the normal tier at seven dollars, you'll uh you'll be able to hop on the podcast, yeah. come be a guest on the podcast, and the five dollar tier. Um, we'll just you know give your social media and personality a, a shout out at the end of each episode. So five dollars and seven dollars, pretty simple, easy. And if you do the seven dollar one, hopefully we can do this. Okay, we'll, we'll toss out an extra episode every two weeks, three weeks. Every two weeks, just for you? Yeah. Can we do that? We yeah. can do that. Yeah, we can do that, for sure. If you're, if you're on the $7, the normal tier, the normal you get, tier. You a, get you an extra episode. Don't be average. Come Don't on. Don't be average. Don't be yeah. average. Be normal. It's $5 or $7. Yeah. So if you hop on that normal, we'll give you, uh, you can have an opportunity to come on the podcast, and you get an extra episode every two weeks. Absolutely. And I just made that and, up um, off the top of my so head. So if you go to patreon.com slash normal, uh, it shows on here, like, it, you have the, the overview of our our um, our podcast and you have the tiers over here to the right and then on the left under the uh the logo sign of not your normal podcast it has our goals and uh we're just trying to we don't really have a goal money wise no. set really no but um it made me choose one so i just put the lowest one available which was a hundred dollars it's the lowest one available yeah so if we uh make a hundred dollars in patron value or patron dollars <laughs> patron value I'll grab a I'll just randomly pick two people because we have multiple splitters and headphones for everyone to use on our recorder. We'll let y'all two come and y'all two will host the uh, host the podcast for an episode. That'd be cool. So, yeah, patreon.com slash not your normal. Kyler, where can they find you? Don't be average. Be normal. <laughs> um, um, you can find me on Snapchat if you have me. If you don't, sorry. My dad's in there screaming about the game. I, I need to go watch yeah. the game. I need to go watch the Cowboys come back. You cannot find me on social media. I do not have social media. Not going to have it ever. So, But they can find you and the podcast. Where can they find y'all? So you can find me on social media at iFilmMarin. You can find the podcast on Twitter at NotYourNormalP2. Instagram, NotYourNormalPodcast. Um, and NotYourNormalPodcast on Patreon.com slash NotYourNormal. NotYourNormalP2. Yeah. That's what it's called on Twitter? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, Not Your Normal P2, yeah. Follow Not Your Normal P2 on Twitter. And if you got any questions, any topics, whatever, send shoot us some messages. Yep, shoot those in the, the DMs of the podcast, Twitter and Instagram, and we will uh, see if we can get to those topics. Uh, thanks for listening to Episode 10. We will see you in Episode 11. 